you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new edition of What You've Been Missing. It is your homies at the ADU All Dressed Up Podcast. Today is Sunday, you know the drill. It is Easter Sunday, a special day. I'm your man, KDZ DC. Well, getting this right, getting this right. Is the boy have streams? How you doing today? Have a love? What to do? What to do, everybody? Happy Easter. Hopefully, you guys had a phenomenal day. What up, K Dizzle? Yo. What's good? I'm ready. You ready? I'm excited, man. Fresh off a of, fresh off a of break, you know. We're well rested. At least one of us are. But you know, <laughs> I ain't mad at you, man. I'm a, I'm gonna live vicariously through you, K. Dizzle, while you're getting them Z's, man. Oh man. But happy Easter. Hopefully, you enjoyed your day. You enjoyed your holiday. And we're gonna talk about it, um, you know, today during the podcast. But uh, what'd you get into, bro? Nothing much, man. Jesus walks. <laughs> Jesus walks, and he, you know, and he got on. He got on the. Um, he got on the infamous, infamous, uh, infamous slides that he wears each, each, each Sunday during April, man. God right. show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Oh, look! Look at you! Look at you! <laughs> look at you! In it, we got a lot of stuff going on, man. Look, a lot, of, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff here and there. But more importantly, I hope every day everybody spent some time with their loved ones, their family ones, made some memories, and um, they just had some fun, had some fun and fellowship. Uh, outside of that, um, you know, we just try to do what we do every day and make the most of make the most of what our opportunities are, um, pushing forward. So, look, man, I'm ready to get into a lot of the stuff we talk about tonight. I know that for sure. Uh, what's the worst that can happen? It's the title. Uh, it's the title of tonight, so we got a lot going on, a little bit everywhere. Where you want to start, man? Hey, man, it's episode 53. It is Easter Sunday. Uh, you know, put the number up if you guys want to join in. I know we didn't do a lot of heavy promo this week, but you guys know where to find us each and every Sunday night, live at 9 p.m. Text 301-857-1757 and join the conversation. Wait, wait, but, uh, wait, wait, wait. How are you, Half? How was your week? My week? Yes. Well, thanks for asking, man. You know, again, another week with my lovely baby girl. She is doing some things, man. Nova yeah. has gotten, uh, uh, you know, bigger. She's talking more. She's learned some new cools and some baby sounds. And I think pretty soon she'll be crawling and sitting up and doing some more stuff. So it's, it's real exciting. Next, um, next thing you know, she'll be eating all your leftovers. <laughs> 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 now nah, we definitely we've definitely formed a bond and, and i really appreciate my time and, and honestly man i was going to go into like my rant and, and i'm glad you asked how you know, how my week was because you know besides us having a fantastic day with the family um you know we had a chance to go um spend some time with some friends and family they had an easter egg hunt yeah kids with dying eggs and all that that was great but um you know i was just thinking a lot about how much time we spend doing things that sometimes are against our will, you know, and I know 
everybody has to grind. I know everybody out here, you know, just doesn't get, you know, things handed to you on a silver spoon. Like you got to work, you got to, you know, um, have a balance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, sometimes you really got to just focus on your family. Right. Uh, focus on your health. And, um, you know, lately I took some time and, you know, really invested my time and in spending it with my daughter, with my girl. And um, it's been very refreshing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm going to tell you guys, your career, your career won't go anywhere. Your job won't go anywhere. Um, if something happens to you, you will be replaced. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying, you know, don't worry about your bills and, and, and lose track of your hustle. But, you know, sometimes you do have to invest in your family and yourself Absolutely. So, so you can keep that grind up. So short rant, that's something that I wanted to talk about. And, um, and you know, yeah, just wanted to just wanted to touch on that, man. So I've been definitely enjoying my time with my family, and uh, hopefully, within everybody else and and the rat race that we're in each and every day, we can find some time. Absolutely, my guy, you hit the nail right on the head. What's most importantly is your family, your time, uh, and the and the moments that you have. Your job will always be there. There'll be there'll be a million jobs out there. Somebody's always hiring. Somebody always wants to pay somebody for their time. Just make sure you invest your time and your family in the and do it the right way because you don't get it back. So shout out to Hef, man, with that time off and spending with the family and refocusing, man. I love it. All right, we'll be going. All right, bro. So before we roll into, you know, the I say the the fun portion of sports, we like to talk a lot of shit. I do want to take a moment to say, um, you know, rest in peace to Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. Um, you know, former Washington Redskins, now Washington Commanders, uh, starting quarterback. He did get released and he did go play uh, for Pittsburgh. He was kind of, you know, on the up and up, like Mike Tomlin and the team said he was doing um, a phenomenal job as far as, the, you know, working the community, um, meshing with the team, and, and finding a role in Pittsburgh. And unfortunately, um, news came out last, like, you know, earlier in the week that he had, uh, got hit by a dump truck yeah. crossing, um, crossing the freeway down in Florida. I believe he was down there for some training. So mm -hmm. real sad story, man. And, and like Erica says, so sad. And, you know, no matter, no matter what, if you're a fan of a person, as far as their, you know, athletic ability or, you know, whatever they play, if you're a fan or not, like, we're all people, and that's just something you hate to see. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I really want to, you know, send some condolences out to his family. And uh, hopefully, you know, his family and friends can can find some some solitude and, uh, you know, I guess just just focus on his good times. But unfortunately, his, uh, his life got cut very short. Man, that's crazy. One of the things that we, we, we always talk about, but we um... – we never, we never realize it until it happens. Uh, is that how short time is, uh, time is on this earth, and we don't realize it until we lose somebody like that. So, um, shout out to Dwayne Haskins and the legacy that he he had uh, impact on the game and the opportunities that he took part of. Uh, so, I want to give another another rest in peace uh, that um, to one of our icons, one of our legends that we don't even think about. Um, shout out to Charles McCormick Jr. If you don't know the name, 
you probably don't know the name. What up, DJ White? What up, Erica? Um, but you do know his voice. And when you hear his voice, you'll, you'll realize who it is. Um, but he was one of the lead singers for a group called Bloodstone. And I'm going to play this in the background and see if you remember some. Class. You know, let me put it on the screen. Play. Take me in your arms, thrill me with all of your charm. You know, and I take to the sky. That high pitched voice, man. I'm old too. Shout out to Charles McCormick, man. Mm. Let me fade that out, man. But look, um, you never know what kind of impact you have on earth until you're gone, until you, people start realizing and understanding what they mean to you and how it meant. And look, like I said, Dwayne Haskins, he may not have had all the success he probably wanted in the NFL, but he took an opportunity of his time. I promise you he was in charities. I promise you he was in the community. He was doing something for somebody and late made an impact. So do the most that you can with the time that you have and do the right thing. Do the right thing. Hey, hey, speaking of doing the right thing, K Dizzle, let me uh let me talk to you about something that I saw the other day. Who that? Uh real shit. I'm at I'm at a light. Uh, me and my girl were at a traffic light. Mm-hmm. And you know how you kinda like I was in the passenger seat, so I wasn't really focused, focused. Mm-hmm. But I kinda like in a day saw, you know, um I'm at the light, I see a car kind of turn in the intersection. Hey Patricia, how fun, how you doing? And I saw the car turn. In the intersection, obviously had the right of way, but somebody must have ran the light and a car T-boned the other car. Mm-hmm. So the car that hit the other car, when it got when the car got hit, it spun out. And I guess, you know, that person got hit enough to, you know, they may have been hurt. You know, they, mm-hmm. they didn't immediately put the windows down and get out. Mm-hmm. So the car kind of was demobilized. So I'm seeing the other car that just hit it. And me and my girls like, uh-oh. Right. And I don't mean to like smile or, or laugh off the shit, but it was like, uh oh, they're not stopping. Right. Mm-hmm. So this person in the middle of the day in Baltimore just hit somebody in the middle of the intersection, spun the car around and rolled out. Hit and run, bro. Mm. I had to had to have not had insurance. And that made me think, right, because it goes down to. I don't think people are intentionally shitty people <laughs> right i don't i don't think people most. set out i don't think most people set out in their day to 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 cause uh chaos and reap havoc on others right so i started to think about you know what happens how do you find yourself in that predicament and, and i think what we all should do is sit back and look at you know everything is about decisions right right because I guarantee you the person who hit that person in the other car made a decision that day to drive that car and their asses probably shouldn't have been driving in the first place. Right. So, you know, they probably decided that they wanted to run out and get something to eat. They probably decided, you know, my license isn't good, but I'm going to still kick it. Or my insurance is bad, but I'm going to still rock out. And as you can see, the decision kept going to the next decision. Then... They decide to run a light. Then they decide to smack somebody on a, you know, T-bone them in an intersection and decide to leave the scene. So I guess my advice is be careful, 
you know, when it comes down to, to your first couple of decisions, right? Yep. Because that first decision might lead to your ass making the ultimate decision. <laughs> so I took some, I took some, uh, I guess, uh, a life lesson from seeing that. A life story. lesson from that? Yeah, yeah man. And, that, and just, uh, let me leave it there, because that instant decision, that instant decision to keep running, just created a whole another snowball effect, right? Exactly. So, I mean, versus, you know, uh, getting your license suspended or getting a fine or whatever the case may be, now you're going to jail. But if you think about it, that's how a lot of crimes start, right? Yeah. It's from the small decisions you make, you know what I mean? So, just something I wanted to touch on, but rolling in the sports, man, Sierra and Russell Wilson by 25. <laughs> Sierra, Sierra and Russell Wilson. I put her first. By a $25 million mansion in Denver. Good, 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 good job. Congratulations, Congratulations. man. Congratulations. Sprawling home. Um, Russell Wilson is definitely going to be set up nice to start a nice uh, run for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. But a few guys from the um, the I Am Athlete, or they, the former uh, crew from the I Am Athlete podcast, because they split up, um, I think the guy's name is Channing. Uh, Lee Crowder has some something Crowder, but I'm not really you know big into him. But he said Russell Wilson's a square. Look, man, he said Sierra's with him because he's a square. She went from future to Russell Wilson, and he made it seem like as if like it was a whole lifestyle change. So, what you think about that, man? Do you think first off, do you think Russell Wilson's a square? Russell, Not that it matters, but shit. It don't, it don't matter. Russell Wilson got money. He can be whatever he want to be at this point. And no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. You know, only people that care are the people that are hating on his lifestyle and his success. I'm going to say this about Russell Wilson. He is that he is the super nice guy in high school that all the girls ignored, right? All the girls ignored because he was nice to everybody. He had a lot of friends, and they just thought he'd be a good friend. But why can't he get you know, some love because he ain't out there with five baby moms. You know what I'm saying? He got love he now. Ain't there. He ain't out there. <laughs> no, I'm saying as far as the haters, like everybody wants to see people who's getting money, you mm-hmm. know, playing sports, just live reckless. And and a dude seems like he's a man of faith. You know, he seems like he's a family man. Seems mm-hmm. like he's a great dad. And I think it's kind of, it's kind of messed up to hear people say like, you know, Sierra went from, from future to Russ. And I'm like, she's smart, right? She's smart. Okay. She's out. I mean, you go. You I look, man. It's it's all right. So the only thing I can equate equate it to is is high school. You remember in high school, the women would always go for the thug, right? Always go for the thug first, right? You come with a good game, they want the thug over here. But once they realize the thug does. Then beat up their Nissan Altima, <laughs> or, they, or they took all their money, right? And they treat them bad. Then they go for the nice guy. The nice, they say the nice guys finish last. I don't think we finish last. I just think, I think we, I think they end up. You see, you hear me saying we, right? I think we end up in the right yeah, he's spot. Taking ownership, yeah. I'm taking ownership, a hundred percent, hundred percent. You know, Eric says he's clean cut, and overall nice guy, but he provides security and loves to sound like a own. They hate on him just because they're jealous. Yeah, obviously. Right. You know what I'm saying? The man's the man's accomplished. Uh, you know, he's he's a proven winner. He's been very successful. Mm-hmm. Stays clean, squeaky clean. But like like I said, 
people love controversy. And uh, I think until you get touched up, you might not be as like authentic in some people's eyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, like it they, takes it takes for you to get touched up a little bit to see how you respond to some adversity. And they, um, they clowning on him about his weight right now, saying that you know he he look a little chubby, bro. He in a he in a, he in a, he in a good relationship. I mean, he gain some weight. It just happens. But I mean, look, let the haters hate. People and people in, who ain't in that position are gonna hate. People who are close to that position are going to love because they want to get closer to where you're at. That's all. The farther you away from the money, the more you hate. The more you hate the object that you're so far away. That's just the truth of the matter. How how long has Jay Z been hated on? True. How long has he been hated on? You ain't doing something right if you don't got haters, right? Oof. So so Erica says Future got like six or seven baby moms. Yeah. Yeah. Commas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, because look, future got a little future got a little money. Is he it a bad thing? Money. He got a little money. Is it a bad thing? Does that does that make him a bad guy because he's got six or seven maybe moms? It just makes him irresponsible. Okay, and you know that up front. But so we put same, him we put him in that same category as Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, but, but if but you can afford it, he can afford it. He can afford it. You know. He can afford it. He can afford it. And it, it. the other part of it is, you know, we see it as irresponsible. Other people see it as irresponsible. But the women who had baby mamas see it as the opportunity for residual income. There's Period. no there's no way. There's no way that no matter how good of a person you are, if you have six or seven baby moms, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to spread your time out and keep everybody content. You're gonna have to financially keep people content in those relationships. There's no way possible you're gonna be no. able to be there and be on schedule for all those different situations, man. You think about this, okay? Think about this. If you had a way to guarantee income for at least the next 21 years, guaranteed high-level income, and you didn't have to work, and it and it required you to do one thing for 10 months, would you do it? <laughs> you asking me? I'm asking you. I mean, for ten months. For ten months, and we're talking five. You're talking like, let's say, fifteen grand a month. All you had to do was one thing for ten months. You think that's a decision? For Twenty-one years. That is a decision. Some of these women are <laughs> making, bro. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of these women honestly think that they're going to be the one. He is not. No, they no, they don't. They do. Give him no, some they, credit, Kay Dizzle. Come on, man. Just, no, didn't we just have a, a, a episode like a couple weeks ago in regards to um, uh, our boy Dion bringing Shorty in to Jackson State and having that conversation about trapping men? Mm-hmm. They're doing the same thing. It's a trap. It's residual income, and if they if they plan on having kids, why not? Why not have kids at 15, 15 grand a clip? Mm-mm-mm. Spread your money out. Diversify your portfolio. You got three kids. You got forty-five grand <laughs> a year for twenty-one years. My Am man I said, lying? diversify your portfolio. Diversify. Like you got half a million dollars. You don't have to work half. Half a million dollars for for twenty-one years for three kids. You set up. You set up for life at that point. 
Think about it. Mm. Think about it. I'll tell you, man. You know, I'm not I'm not, <laughs> mad, I'm not mad at those who, who got those uh agreements or arrangements, you know, but more power to you. But the role in the sports, if you've been under a rock, LeBron and the Lakers did not make the playoffs. We're not gonna take too much time on that. Good thing we were off last week because I would have gotten a lot of heat for all the shit that um the Lakers did as far as their exit interviews and the foolishness that went on. And how they fired the coach and, and Russell Westbrook talking to all that. Shit was just crazy, man. I, you know, I'm glad that the season's over for them. Uh, LeBron's got his um, his barbershop series back out. I know he's got some other stuff going. So hopefully he can come back strong next year. Um, but I don't know if I don't know if him and AD will both be returning next year. That's a good that's a good topic to probably think about in the near future. Like do the Lakers rebuild with LeBron? Do they keep them both or do they move on? And uh, keep it going with AD. What you think? I think LeBron wants to play with his son. So I don't know if he's going to be there. LA ain't going to draft him. I'm tired of hearing about this whole son thing. Cause I'm just being honest with nice. you. Huh? I don't think Bronny's that nice, man. Like, in order for him to probably play with his son, Bronny's going to have to get a lot better and speed up his, uh, his path, man. Look, how long before Bronny comes out? He's got two more years? Another three years. I Another think. three years? Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so that means if, if that's the case and then LeBron doesn't play up to his level, he's going to be bouncing around, which is bad for a legacy. Uh, but we'll see. I think he really wants to play with his son. I think he'll go to, he'll go to distance. He'll go maybe another five. How many years he got in now? 18? 17. 17? Yeah. So, um, He'll go hard and try to play one more year. So one year when the Suns comes out. So the NBA playoffs are set. Um, uh, a lot of the games are underway right now. Mm-hmm. We've got Phoenix and uh, the Pelicans playing uh, right now. How, how you feeling about some of the first games, man? Um, like I said before, Denver got Molly Wap. Yeah, I, I don't even know what they're what they're doing from here on out. You like Golden State in that series? Um, I like Golden State. Okay. Of course, you know, I like the Suns. I think they probably they probably gonna go up by ten in the next three minutes. Suns are nice, man. I think you might be going for Chris Paul to get his ring now, huh? Yeah, he might be getting his ring. Um, Look at the it. Heat, the Heat, the, the Hawks ain't got nothing on the Heat right now. Man, um, the Heat, the Heat came out and spanked that ass. And look yeah, at them playing the first game against Utah. Utah barely edged those guys out in their first game. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, there's a lot more to be desired here, my guy. I think, um, you know, your front runners are still your front runners. A lot of people uh, thought Toronto were going to get out there and beat Philly. And uh, Philly you know, came out and spanked them, too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I think they, the, got, they got a chip on their shoulder right now. Speaking of That's chips it. on their shoulder, man, Minnesota came out and they gave <laughs> Memphis a, a shocker in the first game. <laughs> they had to. They had to. They got a chip. Yeah, you're right. They got a chip on the shoulder, man. They put up the big hoopla about winning that first game, and and um, they got to go and show and prove. And while you were resting that day, Brooklyn and Boston had a hell of a game. Hell of a game. I still take the Nets. Hell of a game. I, I still take the Nets over that. Kyrie came out hooping, man. Kyrie yeah. dropped 40. KD kind of let him cruise, um, but a little bit too much, too much defense from the Celtics down the stretch, and Jason Tatum pulled it out. Yeah, with the last right. second layup, it was a good game. It was a good game. The fact that they had to go down to the, go down to that, 
Now, with just those two showing up like that, they get one or two more players showing up, it's a wrap. So, All right, so that's a decent contender. So making prediction, who you taking in uh in the finals? In the finals? What two, what two teams you got going, man? Let's go ahead and call it now since we've been seeing every series of uh play a game. Uh, you know, that's I mean Man. I'm sure you're gonna take Phoenix out the West. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, between Phoenix and um, Golden State's in the West, right? Yeah. Between Phoenix and um, Golden State, I might pull. I might pull Golden State. Um, I might pull Golden State. Okay. What about the East? You got coming out the East. You like the Nets? I got the Nets. All the way from that seven seed, then they're gonna figure it out. That's hard. Yeah, I got the Nets, but that's hard. That's a, that's a tough path because if they beat if they beat Boston, they got to play the winner of Milwaukee play, and Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, right, right. Um, Doesn't yeah. be easy at all, man. No, none of that's gonna be easy. And um, even if they do that, they got to go through Miami, Miami or Philly. Um, yeah, I mean, just to see that they don't really have um, like their first rounds not a gimme. Yeah, I, and but really, I no, no series, and I think besides Miami and Atlanta, I think every East series is pretty. Every tight. series pretty strong. Um, nah, I still, I see, I see, I see Brooklyn, and probably if Philly goes, if Philly and Miami goes, hmm, I see Brooklyn, Miami, okay, Golden State and Phoenix, and we'll see who's out of that. That'd be nice. So, All right, man. So, so K Dizzle's NBA playoff predictions are in. I'm gonna tell you, man. It's definitely gonna be exciting. Let's go ahead and roll into what we do each and every week. We play our sleepers, man. We put compound an ADU Spotify playlist. Um, if you haven't seen some of our episodes, get interfered with because again, they catch us walking out the, out the CVS or something on the on the on the uh, on the package, but. We ain't still me out here just spreading some love because this these are songs that K Dizzle and uh myself have streams we like to play. Um you probably heard the song, you might have heard of the artist, but you might not have remembered or played it in a while. But let's uh let's see what we got today, K Dizzle. What you got, bro? Oh man, we're on two different ways right now. But I heard, I saw. You see that? Yeah. The playlist <laughs> is starting way. to get some some complexity. <laughs> But I've been I've been grinding, so my music has been changing depending on the mood. So we're gonna start out with I think I told you this what months ago, right? Months ago, yeah, I you did. You, you actually um, did. You yeah, were you were excited about this project. Oh man, I mean it's I'm excited about quality music when it drops. Period. And uh, we've been waiting for music from this guy for what almost two decades now. So I was about to say 20 years. Yeah, it's almost two decades now. So, I mean, it's all it's, that it's, ghost producer. Woof. This is Dr. Dre, man, and Eminem. Uh, Dr. Dre and Eminem is called uh, Gospel. Let me drop that joint right here. Yeah. Feeling like I'm just getting started Two shots back for my dearly departed uh, 
You are now dealing with a monster. Oh shit, profits. Doc Dre, bitch, I'm a prophet. Black Wall Street, niggas know where the stock is. <laughs> Try me. Man. Niggas never see me, but it ain't hard to find me. <laughs> Unwinding, shit's blinding, still grinding, uprising. Ah. Stop talking about the past, I'm the future, nigga. Ah. Nigga like me, still here, motherfucker, go figure. Looking for my next Ooh. goal, nigga. This summer here gonna be colder than winter. Ooh. Dr. Dre trying to float on a track. Bruh. Hey, look. Try, try to come back and rap with the young boys. <laughs> What's going on with Dr. Dre? Eminem got a line on them joint on that joint, man. It's just retarded. You re yeah. it reminds you why Eminem is Eminem. But shout out to Dr. Dre. Brings you know, it's funny guys. you say that because I had asked uh, a lot of my fellas last week. I was like, where do y'all think Eminem's gonna like stand and rap? Especially now with like rap changing so much and getting away from lyrics, like. Is he gonna kind of get piled on over the years and not be as um, impactful as he was? Because I know he had a strong run. Yeah. What did What did they say? I want to hear that first. They said that he'll always have the respect lyrically. Always. Um. They definitely felt like he wouldn't be overlooked when it came to that, and they even yep. said that like they don't personally listen to him, uh -huh. but they respect his lyricism as well. So that's a strong, a strong, um, and these guys are hip hop heads. So yeah. you don't have to listen to everybody, right? You know what I'm saying you don't have to be a fan of everybody, right? But it's just like just you know recognizing the craft. Yep. But you I know? mean, the reason why you don't, a lot of people don't listen to him is because his beats are different. His his his, his and, and, and his back then. And back then back he said then. some shock value type shit yeah. that you didn't necessarily want coming out your speakers riding down the street because you're not in the mood to hear. Yeah, like, whoa, wait yeah. a minute, slow down. You know? <clears throat> um, but you got, but what he did was he gave you everything on when he was featured on other tracks. Oh, yeah. So you were like, oh, my God, this dude is ridiculous. Oh, like so, you said, look what he did on Renegade. Yeah. So Jay-Z. It's just, he's just one of those, he is, he's one of the ghosts. I mean, he's one of the goats. I'd put him in. I would put him. I would put him in my top ten as far as lyrics. I agree. Um, uh, you know, he, another one example to him would be like Kid Cudi. Kid Cudi's got great lyricism, but I don't listen to any of his music because I don't like none of his beats. You know, yeah. it's just one of those things. For for years, Nas is a fantastic lyricist, but his beat selection was trash. I agree. You know, you know who's pretty popular, and I like them more as a feature artist and not necessarily their own project. Who that? Travis Scott. Very true. I like Travis Scott when it comes to a sound, but I can't mm -hmm. do a concentrated like Travis Scott album. Right. I like to hear him on other people's tracks. Yep. Hundred ten percent. Hundred ten percent. That's what we got. Well, who we got? Let's go to a whole different vibe. So you you know me, I like to be smooth, especially on, <laughs> especially on Easter Sunday. You had to get up close on that. Right? I had to be you smooth. Like to, like to get smooth on this Easter Sunday evening. And if uh, if you love Janae Iko like I do, she was featured on a song called Contradiction with Mally Music. You might not have heard of Mally Music, but this song is very very good. So go ahead and check it out. If you have not heard of Mally Music, you need to get on it right now. Okay, get on it right now. I listen to all his albums. This is his third album, I think. Here you go. What's good? Huh? Yeah, boy. Yeah. 
gun, good friend You see the stars come down to meet you You look like the last time Let a new day come and greet you Stuck in your ways, stuck in your mind Stuck all the time in there, out of that room Especially mine, used to be fine I swear I was confused, used to be blind That was a moment in time when I thought of you Now I'm on mine, so say hey to everybody Yeah Shout out to Marlon Music, Janae Aiko, Contradiction. Trying, try, dick, shouting. I, I think it. It's phenomenal, bro. Shout out to Marlon Music. Go, go listen to his music ASAP. ASAP. We probably got cut on Facebook again. Who knows? Let's see. Oh, back again. Looks yeah. like. I think we did. I think we did, but looks like they're back. So shout out to Facebook in the trash that they are. We need to put down, we'll figure out what we do. Yep, I got that thing early, yep. But it'll come back. It'll come back. I think we're still back live. Let's go. We do a live every every Sunday, man. It's the same thing over and over again. Come get this good quality music. Come get this good information and just have a good conversation, man. We'll be going after this link, bro. All right, bro. Yeah. So that's the ADU podcast. You put the link up so people can check it out. Yes, sir. I mean, the yes, ADU, sir. excuse me, the ADU Spotify sleeper videos. And if you can't catch us live, you know, on these Sunday nights at nine, if you get a little sleepy, if you get a little old and shit, get a little tired, you can always listen to us on your commute to work, you know. When you're going to the gym, when you're taking a shower, <laughs> whatever you like to do when you do it, you can always find us on Spotify and iTunes as well. Link tree is up. Catch us anywhere and everywhere. Shout out to the underdogs. We here, man. So All look, right. man. So I don't know if this guy's got just like one of those, like, what's that, like a a, a, a curse or when you jinx and shit, you know, when yeah. something when bad things just keep happening around you. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the baby. <laughs> so hip hop artist the baby, if you haven't heard, he's been in a few situations in his in his lifetime. Um if you if you haven't heard, he he was in a tussle at a Walmart years ago, um, where he was, I believe it was in North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, or Georgia, you can carry, and he did defend himself and um, he actually, from what I understand, allegedly took somebody's life there. Um, just over the past few days, um, he uh, had somebody apparently breaking in or trespassing on his property. So TMC released the audio of the 911 recording, and the shit was wild, man. Like, the things that come out now <laughs> that you can listen to and, and get exposed to the public is crazy. Like, you hear a person calling 911. Um, you hear the person that he shot in the background hollering and screaming in pain. I mean, it's funny because you don't have you don't have really um, any compassion for the guy trespassing, right? No, no. And and you know the the scary part about it is like we laugh and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But we all want to be able to go home, celebrity or not, and rest our heads in peace, right. and not have to worry about you know people trespassing your property and shit. And breaking into your house. So, you know, I don't care if you don't have anything to lose or, or you do. Whenever you're put in that position, you got to protect your family and protect yourself. 
And, mm-hmm. and in my experience, what I've seen, most home invasions are usually carried out by more than one person. So when he calls 911, you know, the, the dispatcher, you know, pretty much asks what's going on. And the mm-hmm. baby admits that he shot and neutralized the, you know, the suspect or whatever. And he basically said, look, you know, I want you guys to hurry up and get here. I shot him in his leg. You know, you got to basically trespass over somebody else's property to get to mine anyway. Right. You know, I got a gate. You know what I'm saying? And it seemed like the dispatcher was trying to be a little difficult, honestly, when I heard the call. But um, I just wanted to bring it up because it can happen to anybody. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a funny story when you can hear nobody gets killed. You know, obviously the the intruder or the trespasser got shot in his leg and he probably got what he deserved. You know, you'd hate to see anybody get their head blown off, but we don't know what his intentions were. Right. You know, and if if you're in that position and if I'm in that position, I'm pretty sure we'll do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, these celebrities, you know, they have these people. Uh, some people just take their fan shit too serious, man. And. Yeah. It's a story that I think everybody can learn from because you don't just go on people's property. No, you don't. You don't just trespass. And no matter how much you love somebody and shit, like that man does have the right to protect himself. And like I said, when I heard the nine one one call, the dude was hollering in pain, like like writhing in pain, bro. So you know, like I said, they they told him to secure his weapon. Asked a lot of questions and he said, "Look, man, get the get the boys out here." So shout out to the baby. I'm glad he wasn't a um a statistic, mm-hmm. another rapper gone. So just wanted to throw that out there, man. Yeah, he's better than me because <laughs> the baby better than me shooting him in the leg because I'm shooting center mass every time. He's a, he's I got a- <laughs> I got a, I got a family to protect <laughs> my guy. Center mass every time. We call, yes. call, yeah. Call it, call it, call the, uh, call the corner because it's a wrap. You on know my yeah. property? It's a wrap. Then a mask put you down. I put him down because I got too much at stake. And, and, and you know what? He actually, he actually said, you know, um, he wishes homie the best in recovery as long as he don't bring his ass back around here no more. And All right. yeah, another thing I thought was funny and shit, right? So I was actually, um, I've been on Instagram lately, and I was following. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought a lot of his posts, and I do think currently a lot of his posts are actually pretty inspiring. You know, the guy's working out, you know, on a positive kick. He's always happy. You know what I'm saying? Nice weather. He's out in California going to the gym. And I thought, it, you know, it was a pretty, uh, you know, decent channel to follow, like on my timeline. It was pretty, you know, inspiring. So, you know, like I said, I've been working out lately trying to do my thing and stuff, right? And apparently, Wiz Khalifa does, like, some type of, like, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So you see a lot of gym work and, like, you know, martial arts and stuff. Plus, you know, obviously, Wiz likes to blow a lot of trees, so it all goes together. Right. So, you know, some funny shit that came up with some hip-hop news is that Gilly the Kid, which is, uh, you know, obviously one half of one of the major podcasts and entertainment right now, The Million Dollars Worth of Game, he actually made some comments on IG saying your boy uh was was doing too much in in his workout shorts or in, in his skivvies that he wears in, in the gym. So he told him to put on some shorts 
Uh, you know, was he right or wrong? I don't know. Like I said, when I when I saw the Wiz Khalifa post, that wasn't my direct attention. Like I didn't really pay it any attention. But obviously it bothered Gilly and he said, No grown ass man. No grown ass man needs to be on IG looking like that, put on some goddamn shorts. So Wiz Khalifa responded that his feelings was hurt. He didn't appreciate it. And a few days a few days go by of Gilly the Kids IG page getting shut down. And they believe it was due to Wiz Khalifa's um page in that situation. So I thought that shit was pretty funny. Yeah, he was butthurt. That's all you can call it. That's all you can call it. And so you get reported and you got some clout, you know, you get shut down for a while. It's, look, you go if you put anything on the internet, you have to understand somebody will find something to clown you about. Okay. We don't we did not see Jordan, you know, going and trying to shut down everybody's social media from the crying Jordan memes. Crying Jordan memes are still to this day one of the funniest things on the planet. And I promise you, in certain aspects of the country, people are still putting crying Jordans on other people's faces. I, th- I think it's. I think it helped Michael Jordan. It 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 probably did, you know. And so the hate does help you, and it spreads your it spreads your content content quicker across the internet. So you just got to embrace it. You just got to know that people are going to talk trash about you, whatever you do. You could be you could be feeding your baby, and somebody say you ain't holding that bottle right. I mean, just it's just what it is. So look, don't don't don't. If you're on the internet and you're a celebrity, don't be butthurt and and go and report and everything. Now, if it's malicious and it's racist and all that, yeah, do that. But somebody clowning you, stop, bro. Yeah, I can. I just I haven't seen Wiz Khalifa and his stuff, but I can just imagine the stick figure doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu <laughs> across the floor. Cause that, the dude has no weight. Shit, you might wash Gilly though. Yeah, I mean, Gilly, I, Gilly boxes apparently or has some boxing training. Gilly Wiz Khalifa out there doing his uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. If I was, uh, if I was him, I might start thinking about some money and putting together a little celebrity yeah. charity boxing event. If you got a mouth like Gilly, you gotta have hands. You gotta have know, hands Gilly. because you know, you know, Gilly the kid is a funny, funny dude, and he's he's one of those cats you knew from the corner. That always had a crack on somebody early. It could always join on somebody at the drop of a hat. So you have to have hands now. You older, you got to have those hands because somebody, some young stunner is gonna walk up on you and give you that work. So mm. that's just fact. All right, man. So before we <laughs> keep it moving, a couple other stories came out. Bacterial vaginosis. I don't know if you wanted to go into that or not, but apparently it's the most common vaginal infection in women. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the condition affects nearly 30% of women between 15 and 44 years old. <laughs> so, bacterial vaginosis. I don't know if, if um, you've had experience with that, if you wanted to comment on that book. Absolutely that. You know, I mean, I don't know what you would say if you were in that situation. Um, hopefully you could communicate and talk about it and figure that out. Uh, Cam Newton was talked about because he had an interview and he was talking about his beliefs and how he feels like women should still be catering to men, need to learn and know when to be quiet. It has some traditional takes. I thought that was pretty interesting with your boy Cam Newton. You heard about that? 
Cam Newton is um <laughs> he's, uh, he is uh reveling in his L's. He feels like, well, taking the L here, might as well keep taking L's. He's the L reveler. He's the, yeah, he's the L reveler. I mean, whether it's a fashion full pile or it's an interception. Or it's a or it's a um, the one liner that's causing him to lose Lose, lose in, in the women in the women and dating games. Dude's, uh, you got to figure speaking out. What, of, speaking of losing, got to find something else to do with herself right now. Speaking yeah. of losing in the dating game, Benzino was allegedly exposed explaining himself to a transsexual. <laughs> you know, if you didn't know, that's what they were talking about over the last couple of days as far as Coyle Ray's daddy. While Coyle Ray was out putting out her album. I think they sold more chicken sandwiches to Popeyes across the street <laughs> than her album did uh, as far as streaming. But I'm not going to hit on the young lady. They've been hot for two years. Exa- exactly. Three years. And her shit wasn't hot the first week. <laughs> nah, let me stop. But, uh, you know, I think she I think she sold 11,000 copies. So Benzino's out doing his thing. His baby girl's doing hers. Wish her the best. And did you see your boy Bishop T.D. Jakes acting real zesty in a Denzel interview? I saw our interview it was Denzel Washington and mm-hmm. T.D. Jakes. And T.D. Jakes is sitting up there, and you would have thought he was begging for the tea from I Denzel. Wish, I wish you could see my face through Spotify and iTunes when they play it. <laughs> when they hear it back. Um, this is just an area in which T.D. Jakes needs to stay out of. I was shocked, bro. I mean, I, I shouldn't say shocked. Well, I mean, look. T.D. Jakes is going to be T.D. Jakes, but at the same time, this was somewhat out of character of what you would expect from uh, T.D. Jakes. But and he, was to deep like, he was trying to dig deep like a reporter with a man who respects him and then understood, understood immediately what the situation was. You know, how can you be, you can be on, Denzel Washington's on stage thinking he's what? This esteemed man of God and then immediately sees that there's, you know, there's no difference between right now and anywhere else. Right. When there should be. When there should be. And so he he immediately knows knows the assignment and does what he does what he's supposed to do. And Denzel is is I think he's underappreciated, highly underappreciated for not just you know, we, we laud him for his career <laughs> he does, but he is he is an absolute role model. Him and Samuel L. Jackson, yeah. the complete opposites, right? On how they how they help carry themselves in public, but they both have the same impact. They so, both they both are you know they they both read the room. They both the room readers, right? But they, they they both might do it in their own way, but mm-hmm. they definitely understand what's going on. You look look. Uh, Denzel, you talk to him in a situation, he's going to drop a cerebral gem, gem on you that you're going to think about from lifetime for a lifetime. And Sam Sam Jackson, ex- exactly. He's going to smack you upside and look, motherfucker. <laughs> and, you know, he just give it to you raw. But yeah. it's the same message in a different tone. And so you need that. You need those. You need, we need men, black men like that, uh, ahead of the culture and ahead of, um, ahead of the pack. And shout out to those men. Shout out to Denzel. 
and and TDJ. Shout out to TDJ too. He just got caught up in the moment. Digging for that team, man. Everybody wanted to talk about the Will and Jada thing, man. So before we finish up episode fifty three of the All Dressed Up podcast as Phoenix Suns, so start to run away. As the Phoenix on five away from the Pelicans right now, it's thirty one to eighteen in the second quarter. But um, it's Easter, didn't man. I say, didn't I say that? Yes, you did, sir. Oh he does. He's been on point, man. Hopefully, you can be uh, calling him right when the Eagles come around next year. Oh, but okay. it's okay. Easter Sunday. You know, Easter Sunday. I don't know what it what it means to you. Um, obviously, there's so many different uh, religions that are practiced now in today's society and culture. And you know, I love and respect everybody's beliefs. Um, I just love the idea of holidays, and, and mm-hmm. I like the fact that you know most holidays bring the best out of you know, family and friends. And like we said, today was Easter. Um, I woke up and I was telling Kay Dizzle, I was like, you know, I didn't really know which one of my friends, like, celebrate Easter still or if I should just, like, you know, put out a a, a bulk text and just say happy Easter to the fellas or whatever. But, you know, a, a few of my friends kind of laughed and they said, yeah, I feel you, but, you know, have a, have a good day. So we're talking about, you know, the impact of Easter. And I made a joke, like a lot of people, you know, they chose Easter to go to church that one day out of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my girl were talking. They tend to fuck up the parking at church because, <laughs> you know, they never come out on Sunday. So all, all right. of a sudden, you got all these new vehicles coming out, parking in this spot, taking that all person's these, spot. All these new Harold Penner suits. Exactly. <laughs> all these new Harold Penner suits, right? I remember the Harold Penner and Marlowe Heights Shopping Center. That's an old shout out to Harold Penner. Shout out to KNG. Yeah, man. So, um, but yeah, man. So, what do you think about that, man? Do you think, you know, the the traditional church experience is the same, especially now with the pandemic? Like, do you have to physically go to church still, or is the the streaming of you know your church service going to be sufficient for you to get that same, you know, fix that you need as far as your religion, you know, as far as practicing your beliefs, because a lot of people aren't going to church anymore mm-hmm. or, you know, going to your your faith center uh, physically. And a lot of people are resorting to just like everybody else going online. Mm-hmm. So, you know, is it the same? Are, are you know, the, the, the pastors and preachers, you know, still having the same impact in our community now that you necessarily don't go down to the brick and mortar church. Well, um, you know, thinking about it, when we talked about it earlier and what we're talking about it now, you, you got to look at the same as, you know, the concert being, being at the concert is different from watching the concert. You know, you know, Beyonce live experience is different from Beyonce on HBO experience, right? the comfort of your own home so the atmosphere um is definitely different now is it is it a requirement absolutely not in any quality pastor or person who believes in god will tell you that it's not a requirement to be in the house of god on a on a sunday now uh, with me growing up in the church was it uh, was it did i feel it was important absolutely and at the same time I probably haven't been consistent at a church on a Sunday in probably 10 years. 
and that just goes to that just goes to show two different things. One, where the, where the priorities are placed at, and two, where my growth is spiritually and what's important to me and my and me and my family. So, do you have to go? No. Should you go? Some some people need to go. Some people have to be in that atmosphere to really understand and grasp, um, you know, what the message is or what God is trying to tell them, or you know, whatever based on whatever their religion or faith is based off of. Right. Um, it is important for fellowship. The same way that we talk about um, um, family takes on a different meaning if you have one cookout versus ten cookouts a year, if that makes sense. Uh, you you allow yourself to grow closer to the people. The same way you know people allow themselves to grow closer to God if they're more involved, if they're more um, more present. Same way we talk about with uh, your experience right now, being home with your child, being mm-hmm. home with your girl. You're more present, so your relationship grows stronger, um, and um, you build upon that moving forward. So you can also get to a point where, um, like I said, it's not required. You know, certain things aren't, it's not required. Your your presence is not always required in a situation for the relationship. I I just think it's interesting because, you know, just like this podcast, you can share, you know, different content. And I've had different, you know, I guess virtual churches shared to me from from friends and family, and I and I said, you know, this is this is a very interesting concept mm-hmm. because I remember growing up, you had your home church, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and a lot of people when they did go to church, they would go to their home church, they would know, you know, the pastor, the deacon, they would know, you know, the the ushers, everybody was like, you know, in each other's, I guess, um, not necessarily business, but people just knew everybody. And a lot of the people that you saw at church would go to Bible study during the week. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just think that um, to see it change now, Mm -hmm. do you think it's like less of a commitment or less of, I guess, a commitment to your faith if like all of a sudden now you can just click on you know, the live feed of a church presentation? Not at all. Not at all. If, it, if anything, um, it has it, it has everything to do with um, your level of understanding and what you need as a person from your, from your faith. Now, there are days when I feel like, yeah, I need to go to church. I really need to go because there's something that I'm missing or something I need to really see that maybe I'm not getting while I'm watching it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy to feel like you're not a part of something if you're not there, right? Very true. It's easy right. to feel. It's it's easy to, um, it's easy to separate yourself if you if you're not in the moment. You know, there's a difference between being, like I said again, being at a surprise birthday party, waiting, talking to your friends and family, waiting for that person to get there, versus, um, you know, you're live streaming it because you couldn't be there. You're not, you know, you don't feel that same, that same type of energy. You don't get that same kind of gratification from being part of the moment. So that's what makes the difference in those situations. No doubt. And so you just got to take it, you got to take it like that. There's a different, there's a different experience, uh, whether it be audio, visual, tactile, it's a different experience for everybody. Some people need that physical in the moment, be there at that moment time. Um, That's why, that's why it's still important. And that's why they will always and continue to be a big part 
uh, a nation, how we build, how we grow, and um, and so forth. So, is it still important? Yes. It depends on your walk. I don't, I don't ever question anybody's walk or never question anybody's decisions. Absolutely. And you just got to let them let them live with the consequences and push forward. So, shout out to the Jesus Sandals and shout out to Resurrection Sunday because my man is, you know, my man moves in mysterious ways. And look, they do fuck up the parking. But the important thing is that they showed up. And, you know, when they show up, the atmosphere changes things for certain people and allows them to grow closer in their relationship. We see it as an inconvenience. Some people see it as, you know, you should have been here all, you know, you should have been here all year. But but that's just the spirit of judgment coming on people and being upset about something that's important. Let's be real. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's why I asked the question, you know, do people kind of like not necessarily, or, or, or should I say maybe unspoken of kind of match each other's commitment? Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of churchgoers and a lot of people who are putting that time into, you know, investing in the end of their church with their time and their efforts might look down upon somebody else that's not doing the same. When really you would hope that they're just going to church and getting what they get out of it for themselves personally. No, you know what it is. And you said something, you said something about matching. What it is more importantly than anything is accountability. It's a difference when you have a circle of accountability uh, of people that, that uh, are looking for you to be somewhere at a certain time and want to hold you to that. Uh, the same way we go to work, right? People go to church and they sit in certain seats. And when those seats are open, you know, when those seats are empty, the next week if you come and say, hey, what happened to you last week? Or what's going on? Or, or whatever the case may be. I just want to make sure, okay, I want to make sure. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're here. There's a certain level of accountability that churches do hold in people that keeps them a part of the process. <laughs> exactly. So, so, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Like I said, and that, and that other part is, um, if if you look down on, if somebody's looking down on you, that's, again, that's the spirit of judgment. We're, we're all guilty. We're all guilty of it. How many times have you been in traffic, right? How many times have you been in some terrible traffic and you got to be somewhere and you're pissed because it's not even moving. It's not going anywhere, right? Until you get up to that point and you get to that accident, right? And it's still not cleared, and one car is in half, and the other one, you know, the other one's in shambles. Right. Your emotions immediately change. They should immediately change and say, "My God, I hope that person's okay." And you forgot about the two hours that you were in traffic. Right. It should. <laughs> it should. Right. If it doesn't, you, that's something completely different. That's something. That's how you operate. And you need to look at yourself clearly and then decide to really figure out what's what's really important at the end of the day. So that's just that's just natural, a natural tendency to have. So I, I'm this Easter weekend. You just you just in an accident. As soon as you got up to it, you're like, oh, man, I hope everybody's all right. Oh, man. Oh, you've seen it happen. Oh, my God. I hope there's OK. But the people that were the people that's going to come back 20 minutes from now. Ain't going to see that T-bone car until 30 minutes, 30, 45 minutes till they get up to it. Then they're going to be like, oh, God, I hope it's okay. It's first restaurant weekend, God, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just nature. It's just human nature. So No, absolutely, and, and that's profound. And when you look at it, I mean, that's the thing about now. You know, we joke about, you know, um, the, the parking being fucked up. And now, you know, you might have more people get introduced to, you know, finding ways to, to practice their faith when it comes down to, streaming services and 
different, um, you know, platforms like that, because a lot of people don't have the means to get to, you know, a place to practice their faith, you know, yeah. and they might not have the means to get to a church or, you know, wherever they want to practice their faith. So I think it's great. Just like in any other form of technology, you know, spread your word. Um, when you have people that do stream, when you do know pastors and preachers, if um, you have any good churches that you like to recommend, always shoot us an email, man. That's the thing about the All Just Up podcast. We're all about the community. We're all about supporting each other. Our email address is alldressedupodcast at gmail.com. I want to I just see any hot content that's coming out. You know, if you guys have anything that you want to, you know, share with us, keep us in the loop, man. You know, we don't we don't want to see uh, anybody fail. We're not the traditional hater. We're all about, you know, seeing everybody grow and we love to uplift. So that's our email. You can definitely follow us and find us on all platforms at the All Dressed Up podcast. And you can find myself again, have streams on Twitter, Twitch and YouTube and Instagram. I will be looking for the reaction videos. They coming. Dude. They coming, Dude. bro. I appreciate it. Keep Dude. me on point. Follow K Dizzle DC everywhere on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube as well. That man is always doing some phenomenal work. Whenever you can get him, you just gotta catch him, man. It's like lightning <laughs> in a bottle, baby. But um, no, nah, it was it was a great, great show. Uh missed you guys last week, but 54 be coming up. Um, you know, send us your black business promotions, like I said. We always want to uh, keep the word out and like, share, and subscribe. And I don't want to hear that shit if you can't catch us at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night because you're tired. We're on Spotify and iTunes. Find some time, man. What's up, K-Dizzle? You said it all, man. I got nothing that can't come behind that, man. I love you as a brother. I love you. I enjoy doing this. We're going to keep it rolling until the wheels fall off, man. Hey, happy Resurrection Sunday for those who celebrate it. Happy Ramadan for those who celebrate it uh, and, and everything else out there. Y'all make sure y'all take care of yourselves. Believe in something. Don't believe in anything, but believe in something. <laughs> That's all well I got. Well said. Well said. Kiss the babies. Put them in the bag. Get some sleep. Please. <laughs>